This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, this candle smells like my butt. Black tie COVID party across the street. Happy birthday, old people. All the flappy ladies. <laughs> Insert the back-straightening stick where? Scott and Kim, the porch monsters. You're thinking about nipples and crochet needles. No, let me, <laughs> Duplicate let me do that again. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't come out right. You're thinking of nipples and crochet needles. That's better. Duplicate Kermits. It went Lulu Bloosh Bloosh. The Great Fapsby Party. That's Arctic Forest, not a vagina. Hell of a Mandela. So, should I shower with my dirty mouse or just put it in the dishwasher? I don't like Terminator 3. <laughs> Major spoilers. Regular volume Daryl and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. These next couple of riffs are... Uh... Some serious, like, surf punk riffs, dude, from, like, you know, surfers, except for the one band's from Nebraska, okay? But, you know, still a surf riff, okay? Let's check them out. Some bees. Now, all I have is a mission. This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for July 13th, 2020. Patrick Stewart's birthday and my mom's today. Happy birthday to both of them. My mom. She turned... uh, Let's see. It's either 82 or 83. I should know oh, wow. I should know that, right? So she's either 2 or 3 years older than Patrick Stewart. Yeah, they're right around the same uh well, she's 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 a little older. But yeah, they're they're somewhere in the range, somewhere within the ballpark as the kids say. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. They could have dated. They're they're close enough in age that that uh had the stars aligned, they could have dated. Could have. Uh Harrison Ford also today. Famous other birthday. Wow. Yeah. We got anybody else chat room that you know of for today? Is that all you're going to tell us about? All right. That's all up, you're going to tell us. How, uh, how old is Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford's got to be 70... 78. Eight. There you go. 78. All right. Two years younger than Patrick Stewart. Whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. I guess that's right. Yeah. Look at that. That's absolutely right. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, happy birthday to all of those old people. <laughs> uh <laughs> We hope you all have a great birthday, and uh, later with Daryl, we'll talk a little more about Patrick Stewart and other Star sure Trek things. That's right. Yeah, he's on today. Star Trek stuff going on. To talk yeah, about. we'll see if his uh, his Discord works or not. Oh, right. Good point. I have my He's going to sound like he's way back here. Yep. As we know, Daryl doesn't know how to use the internet. As we know. <laughs> also, Steven will be here, a bunch of other stuff, so stick around and enjoy the show. All right. Uh, nice to see everybody live as well. I need some I need some help, Brian, with a quick thing. Okay. Tell me tell me uh what, what how can I how can I help you? Oh, well, Please describe your medical emergency. All right, thank you, uh holographic doctor. Here it is. Here's my deal. I'm okay. out on the porch with Ken the other night and uh we're just chilling. We had dinner and mm-hmm. uh we actually recorded a little skim podcast while we were there and while we were there, a bunch of fancy cars started pulling up in front of our house. And okay. at first we thought fancy it was for cars. us. Yeah, fancy cars, like expensive cars. 
and um, ranging from like one guy had a really nice Mercedes. There was a BMW there. There was some other, I think a high-end Lexus or something. Anyway, <clears throat> these cars are all just sort of pulling up and they're pulling up in front of our house at first. And we thought, oh, uh, what's this? Why, what, what, why are they coming here? <laughs> uh-huh. And then uh, none of them were there for us. They were just finding parking there. <laughs> <clears throat> because apparently all the other parking that they would have gotten is was gone because a ton of people were showing up and then heading into one of the townhomes across the street. I don't know which, uh, okay. but everybody was wearing really nice, fancy clothes. Sure. The men were all in like tuxedo style, like, you know, really trimmed so not just out. Suits, but is this afternoon or evening? This like, is, is this evening. evening. This is like five okay. thirty, six o'clock at night, something like that. And uh, they're all rolling in like this. And the women, though, emerge from their cars. Some with like potluck food. Okay, so like okay. a casserole or whatever in a in a bowl or a thing. Sure. And so I thought, oh, it's okay. Well, they're coming to a party and they're bringing. They've been assigned to bring the fruit salad or whatever it is. And the women, I start to notice, oh, they're not, this isn't normal fancy dress lady lady dressing. This is like 1920s fapper kind of business. Oh, really? So then I take a closer look let's, at the dude. Let's, let's clarify, though. Uh, you mean flappers. Did I say fapper? Ah, oh, shoot. 1920s fappers. Gosh, dang it. It's flappers. You're right. Flappers. <laughs> not fappers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two two totally different things. Yeah. The flappening well, never happened. It depends happened. on how nicely uh, they were dressed, actually. Uh, might have been some fapping going on. Remember the 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 flapping never happened. 19- oh yeah, the flapping. Yeah, no, the flapping. No. Anyway, Worst sorry. Worst time that movie ever. <laughs> the plants, they're alive. Anyway, so these people show up and they're and they're all flappy ladies. They're all flap flappers, not fappers. Sure. sure. <laughs> they're out in the street fapping. No, they were flapping. How many how many titles are gonna have fappers? I know it's gonna be horrible. <laughs> it's gonna be horrible. Anyway, and then the guys, I started noticing the guys where I thought were just fancy clothed nice suits mm-hmm. and stuff they also now that I, now that i have the contra or the uh, the contrast of the women they're all arriving with the men i can see oh okay they're also looking like 1920s dressed men gotcha. so clearly okay. this is some kind of theme thing mm-hmm. and then the other part i noticed is probably 20 couples showed up where i could see them got things out of their car some took some extra chairs out of their out of the back of their trunks and things like they brought chairs mm-hmm. with them and they're all okay. heading to this place very quietly, very whatever, just chill. Nobody's really talking much. One couple out of the 20 or so or the 10 other couples I saw mm-hmm. showed up with masks on. Oh, my God, really? The only Jeez. ones. And all I could think of was like, all right, you're having a little great Gatsby whatever freaking yeah. party, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That seems bad right now. That seems like a bad oh, idea. Oh, you're going to catch the COVID, old sport. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, like that's now what I picture was them and going, ah, that's just flaunted, see? Can we get it? You have to do a speakeasy thing at the door. Uh, what's the password? Um, uh, <laughs> virus. Virus. Yeah, come on in, pal. You're gonna, you're gonna, you'll be first at the bar. Like, I don't know what this looked like with this event, but yeah. I was kind of dying to be in there to see. Because not only was it all these people, but that many people crammed into a relatively small now, townhome. Which, which you don't, I mean, what we don't know, though, I mean, the people who showed up in their fancy cars <laughs> came from the same household so they probably wouldn't need to wear masks around each other they might have gotten to the place and put masks on before they went in it's yeah, possible they could, they could have that's that's true 
I didn't think um, of that. And they're not. I know they're not outside because there's no way in those suits and dresses they were going to stay in that heat because it was like it was five thirty at night or in the afternoon, but it was still like ninety eight degrees or something. It was. But you hot. said they were bringing chairs and stuff, like outdoor chairs or indoor chairs. Um, they look like foldable. They're like yeah. church chairs, like the kind of thing you'd see a foldable yeah, chair okay. in a church or something. So I don't know. Could, they could, the, the townhome could have had a like a gazebo kind of thing. Or one of those pop-up, um, are they called a pop-up gazebo? The the tents that are just made for this sort of thing. I mean, I'm thinking could be a, a wedding rehearsal or a wedding wedding itself, wedding reception, that sort of thing. Could be a wedding. And they wanted a, they wanted a nice little 1920s theme. Could have been a small um, wedding, like you know, this this has a total of twenty people at it. They're all related. That's totally true. That, these are all yeah. possibilities. Yeah. yeah, like my niece is getting married in, I don't know, end of the month, and mm-hmm. they've decided because my sister in law Oknan, um, my Korean sister in law, is very cheap, and uh, they went for an indoor venue because all the outdoor ones are very expensive right now. Sure, sure. And we're like Oknan. We don't want to crowd into the freaking building. Nobody wants to be inside a closed space right now for any kind of anything. I love right, my exactly. I love my niece, but I might just be outside and I'm waving at her. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Is there a big plate glass window I can stand outside and watch the yeah. watch from outside? <laughs> yeah. Can we do a closed yeah. caption TV type thing? Not closed caption TV. What's it called? A clo- uh, uh, closed circuit television. Can we do that right, instead? Right. I knew I'd get there. I knew I'd get there. Uh, anyway, um, all right. Well, thank you for your help with that. I, I've just it's it just felt weird, like a little like maybe if the if somebody would have pulled out one of those those masks you hold with a stick and it just covers their eyes, eyes wide, eyes wide shut. Yes, kind of yes. Yeah. I was worried about that. There was some kind of weird sex thing going on. You know? Well, then it would be fappers. You know, it would be a lot of fappers going to that party. <laughs> all fappers, no flappers. <laughs> That's right. Um. If you got the flaps, was it really? Yeah. Was it really just more that you guys weren't invited? Was that more the issue, Scott? Was well, it, uh... maybe because the way I was chilling on the porch is I was in like some gym shorts and a ratty t-shirt, <laughs> and we're just <laughs> looking at these people as they're getting out of their fancy cars, and I'm sure they yeah. looked at us and just were like, "Oh, look at these porch monsters," and yeah. <laughs> you know, right, like right. I don't know, but it was still um, it was a weird thing to see, and I hope whoever got married or had a party or did a thing i hope it went okay and nobody got any, yeah any rona okay no rona that's what we want sure it'll be sure it'll be fine sure it'll be fine. just found a lady in our old neighborhood before we moved maybe maybe we've been here for six years but um before that she uh lady up the streets got the full-blown rona she got the rona i uh, think she's gonna be okay but no she's like well roughly my age but she's okay. the main symptoms for her have been the loss of smell and taste and mm-hmm. she hasn't been able to smell or taste anything for five days mm-hmm. and um it's weird what that does to your eating habits because you need i was to gonna eat, say yeah. i kind of that would be the <laughs> i think i'd I think i'd lose some great uh some great poundage if i lost the ability to smell or taste because like all right so really right now i just need to eat for sustenance i'm not you know Right, you could make some some uh, freaking Gwyneth Paltrow goop, and I'd eat it just uh, so I get protein and and uh, whatever else I need just for the time being. Okay, I got a question for you. Here's a would you ever yeah. do? Here's a would you ever question? Okay. Not would you All rather, right. but would you ever? Would I ever? Okay. All right, you're stuck in an apocalypse of sorts. Let's say it's zombies. Doesn't matter, okay. and you're stuck inside a building. And your only source of potential food, 
Okay. <laughs> everything's locked up. Everything's, you can't go outside. There's just nothing but a crowd of man eating zombies at every side. And they're just all mushed up against the building you're in. Sure, so there's no sure. getting out. I'm not getting out. Not even with, not even with uh, Merle and Daryl. Yes, exactly. Your yeah, only okay. source of possible potential <laughs> edible anything is one of those Gwyneth Paltrow candles. Oh, <laughs> the vagina candle. The vagina candle. <laughs> All you can do, that's all there is. And you've and you don't need it for light. Let's say the lights work, no problem. Okay. Yeah, so you're not leading, yeah. needing it for light. All you have left is a candle made from Gwyneth Paltrow's JJ. It's you- not made from her <laughs> <laughs> They she they were they were creating scents for uh for candles. She walked in and said, Oh wow, that one smells like my JJ. Uh-huh. That, that's how it is. It, it wasn't even like, all right, Gwyneth, uh, here, um, Queef into this jar and take it to the lab, and we're going to try and we're going to try and replicate that scent uh, for our. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you said that. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I'm sorry. Are we still doing TMSPM? Is it is it, is it TMSPM uh, still, or are we in the morning now? I can't remember. Steam MSPM. Um. All right. So. Oh, that was funny. Anyway. So... Anyway. It's a candle. I'm not going to get any sustenance from it anyway. I'm going to die. But if like there's nothing left isn't... and you got to just chew on something, you know, like some people eat bark or whatever they got, you know, like, would you just eat a candle? This still, this question still holds. Forget about the, uh, where it came from or what's in it. Like, would you eat I, a candle? I, I probably, I probably wouldn't because I, I wouldn't feel like it was going to extend my life any further. <laughs> it really wouldn't, would it? We need to get one of these candles and just smell it and say, so okay, that's just really so we can, just like... So we can be done with really it, right? That's really Arctic forest. You know, yeah. it's really... it's. Yeah, I want to be done with it. Honestly. Yeah. Can someone send us a vagina candle so we can be over we this? Could just, we could probably just... I wonder if we can order them. They were sold out last time uh, we looked, last time we talked about this. Only weirdos bought those, right? <laughs> when you buy one, do you get put on some sort of watch list? I would hope... Maybe. I would hope you might. And I don't want to see what your rec- your Amazon recommendation list looks like after that. Like, what are they sending you after that? Oh my gosh, oh, dude. Geez. That clip of you. <laughs> you back killed me today. Seriously, I had tea entering my throat when Brian did the Q word. And I- <laughs> 75 bucks for one of these? Nope. Nope. Yeah, sorry. Nope. Someone would have to send us one, and then I'd feel bad because don't spend money on that. Geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar absolutes juxtaposed with damask rose and ambrette seed to put us in a mind of fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated warmth. Also, smells like my vagina. Is that really what they, that's the description? Because everything, everything up to the last part that I added. By the way, there, um, there, there's some stuff. I guess I've never really shopped on uh, Goop because the recommended second thing, people who bought this also bought Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, see that one? Do I even should I even say that? Um, I'm opening it up here. Okay. There's a lot of imagery of her standing around at home. Okay. Uh, oh, what is Goop a news site too? Probably, yeah. I think it, they're they're because they're getting like news in into, here. Like, well, well, they're tapping into the social media power of dynamic. Uh, content because so right here it says well, having, under wellness what it means to defund the police under beauty my morning routine zubba zubba sure. zubba blah 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 all sure. right whatever exactly dude. freaking anyway whatever. 
Um, Minimize your pores. Okay. <laughs> they have a personal massager device called the tennis coach. <laughs> Great. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Well done, guys. You've done it. Good job. Uh, uh, is, that, is that who? Uh, nah, never mind. Good job, Gwyneth Paltrow. May you ever do your thing. I think it's time for us to have a conscious uncoupling from the Goop site. Ooh, feminine care. Hold on. Oh, yeah. These are just... Uh... <laughs> I just want that as a clip, Jamie. Yeah. Ooh, feminine care. Hold on. That's, uh, <laughs> that's all I want. Just that little bit. Oh, my gosh. The V-Fit Intimate Wellness Solution. Uh-huh. It's basically just a vibrator. Okay. Sure. $495. Oh my gosh, that's that, that's more than what the is, Xbox Series X will be like? at launch. Yeah, exactly. That better smell like life. Like I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I'll get a PS5 and an Xbox for about that price. That's terrible. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, hey, about that Queen yes. Takes Bishop thing, you know, how we, we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. both you and I seem like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we ever thought of this before. But in Aliens, yeah, when totally. Bishop is killed by the Queen, Queen Takes mm -hmm. Bishop. And apparently it was a... You know, everybody else knew about it but us for some reason. Apparently, which is fine. Uh, Maher McCheese wrote in and says, Don't feel bad about not knowing about the Queen Takes Bishop thing from Aliens. Been watching DS9 with my wife her first time. Just realized during season six that Morn, fr or Morn from Quarks is Norm from Cheers. It made me feel really yeah. dumb. Thanks, Albert from Maryland. <laughs> we knew about that yeah, one. Yeah, it's everybody's, exactly, everybody's got their thing. You know, it's like you, you find this thing out and you... Uh, you tell somebody like, "Yeah, we've known that the whole time. That's the joke." Blah blah blah, and and uh, you feel really dumb. And everybody's got one of those. And it's then, totally fine. Exactly. If you don't have one of those, then are you even living? Do you even exist? Mm -hmm. Come on, we're all people. We all have candles. We all have yeah. candles that smell like vaginas. All right, yeah. and then we all do. Josh, uh, uh, I wanted to just give a shout out to Josh. It was his little boy that made that uh, oh, clip at the beginning about don't liking bees. Oh, do you? What do you got there? Right. What's, does that smell like your your Ooh, butt? Yeah, it smells like my butt. <laughs> oh, great. No, this is uh, Fresh Brewed Coffee from the Weston Bend Candle Company. Oh, that sounds nice, can't actually. can't read that because it's really bright. That seems pretty good. I better yeah. wear shades. Okay, listen to this. Just this, this little kid one more time. <laughs> I don't like bees. All right, the little I don't like bees kid from the top of the show. That's uh, Josh's kid. So I just want to give him a shout out. Wow. Uh, that, cute, that kid is cute. And that was super cute that you sent that. So uh, I love it when I hear about all these little kids running around the house yelling, I don't like bees. It's amazing. I don't like bees. <laughs> He's got such a cute little, like, listen to his little voice. I don't like bees. I don't like bees. <laughs> I think that's Josh with helium. Oh, it could be. It's a good point. Yeah. And then also a, a little uh, uh, empathy for a friend of the show, Bill Corey Jr., who's in the chat room today, I think for the first time. Uh, I didn't expect to see him here today. I was going to do this no matter what. But uh, Bill Corey Jr. informed me uh, late in the week that he had experienced a fire in their apartment building. And oh, no. it was uh, some kind of thing that affected a whole bunch of them, like the whole place just up in flames. Um, faulty wiring, something to that effect. I forget what he told me on that. But anyway, it was real bad. But he and everyone he knows and cares about, not hurt. His kitties, not hurt. Good. A uh, bunch of smoke damage, probably a bunch of lost stuff. But uh, my understanding is that he got his, uh, his computer set up again, which is why he can be with us today. And I just want him to know that sucks. And we're thinking about you. Nobody should have to have a giant fire to deal with right now. Okay. That's what we're yeah, saying. No kidding. God, right now, of all <clears throat> times. Yeah. Faulty wire wiring and an external outlet, he says. 
Oh, geez. External outlet. Or, uh, you shouldn't have to worry about something like that. No, no, especially not in a building where, you know, so, supposedly that stuff's being checked on all the time by somebody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. That sucks. Anyway, sorry about your fire. I'm glad you're okay. Welcome to the show and hang out with us today. That all rhymed. Yeah. I didn't mean it to. I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. Wow. I feel pretty good about, about it. about that? All right. Dunaway time? What do you say? Dunaway time. Okay. Is that what we call this now? It's not uh, Babel Royale anymore? It's just Dunaway time? No, we're definitely calling it uh, Babel Royale. Oh, that all is right. The, and and uh, 11 different spellings of Babel Royale. Wonderful. Per, per our audience's wishes. Hey, Dunaway, would you eat a candle if you had to? If that's all that was left in the house and you had to survive, would you eat a candle? I'm eating a candle right now. <laughs> oh, hi, Scott and Brian. <laughs> oh, hi there. It's nice to see you. I there. ate a big red candle. Uh, well, all right. You, don't, you guys never eat those uh, those wax lips? I mean, you probably shouldn't, but you never had one? I did. I chewed one up along. I mean, eventually, you just chew it to death, and then you spit it out, though, right? You don't yeah, digest exactly. it. Right, it's right. More like, more like gum. Oh, those or were the, gross. The, the wax, uh, they were like little... Yeah, you know, those were little wax. Look like little pop bottles. Yeah, yeah, with the little drinks the inside. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, those yeah. were foul. Those so nasty. Really foul. But but not like this. Why did I eat so many? Because, they were disgusting. Because you're weird. Hey, that music means Brian Dunaway's here for Babel Royale. A chance for us to compete oh. in a little contest of trivia and fun and see if a listener can't win some stuff as a result. Uh, Brian Dunaway, it's great to have you here, man. How are you feeling? How are you doing? I, I feel fine, Scott. Thank you. For yeah. Great episode of Film Sack this weekend. I really enjoyed it. So good. What did you expect from Terminator 3? I mean, here's the thing. I didn't expect to like the movie as much as I did, but mainly I was worried the episode would just be, oh, here we go, another Terminator movie, and like, Uh would we have a lot of new things to say? But it was like one of my... favorite of the last few months of us recording it was really fun so it's it's still a uh, little inside uh, baseball it's still hard for me to write an intro because i did have to go back and actually look at uh what i said for terminator and terminator salvation just to make sure i didn't do the same thing for for this one yeah it's the jokes it's the same joke we only it, have it, we only have one more you got no i'm sorry two more genesis oh. and dark fate Dark fate, yeah. Then we've got an entire franchise under our film sack belt. Did we like watch they, Salvation? Uh, I yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Totally did. Yeah. Okay. You don't remember that? No, I don't. I <laughs> that don't was the most recent. I think it was actually... Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Salvation was the most recent before I, this. I watched, the last 12 I, months, I think we watched I, I, Okay, so there's a couple of, you know, a couple of movies I watch over and over again, regardless of film sack, and that's like the Alien series, Terminator series. It, it, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen them so many times. It's, Sure. How do you feel about Predators? You like those guys? I'm not as big a fan as the Predators. One and two were okay. The yeah. Predators and all this stuff. I'm like, eh. Predator one is still just an amazing movie. Everything yeah. else is and, kind and of. And two is fun. It's, it's different, but it's fun. It's okay. Uh-huh. Danny Glover was not the best choice, in my opinion, but whatever. I, I, I think it was a good choice for fun. Yeah, for fun. It's always for fun. I mean, him standing I'm, around that Predator ship and walking around and going, oh, no. Yeah. I'm getting too old for this. <laughs> and he's like, that was amazing. Oh, no. Right. All right. Uh, on the line, we have a patient listener who's going to help us compete today. Hi, who's this? Hey, it's Jonathan from Denver. Well, hello, Jonathan from Denver. I assume you and Brian have met before. Jonathan from Denver. Is that true, Brian? Have you guys have, met? We, have you come to any of the meetups or anything? Or uh no, I have not. I just moved here not that long ago. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, one day. When Put the, on the spot. One day when the air clears. I look forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, well, good. I'm a, a new listener on the sh- on the uh, thing today, so this will be great. Brian, uh, Dunno- or Ibit, you want to explain to him what he could win and how it works? 
I'll do all of those things that you just said. Okay. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic, and they're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer or repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job, Jonathan, is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for Bumblebee, the movie on mm. Voodoo, courtesy of Anthony, as well as Holy Cow, the greatest movie of all time, say, according to one of our uh, players here. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road on Voodoo. Oh, I thought she was going to uh, say Logan again. <laughs> no, but we do have, I think we have another one of those too. Uh, a courtesy of uh, Jesus or Jesus. I don't know if it's uh, which, which pronunciation is correct. Also, because I think we didn't give away the prize last week, uh, Battle Chasers Night War and Fell Seal Arbiter's Mask on Steam. And Jeez. if we did give those away, I didn't, I've, I have not sent those codes out. So if you did win last week, I'm trying to um, think what was the last, uh, somebody picked me and I, and, or no, picked Brian or no, picked, picked me Brian. and then I lost it. Yeah. I think that was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't I think, think we, I think these are still his or these will be his if he wins today. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. So okay. if you are correct, you'll win all of this, this, this huge prize code package. Um, but before you can start, you need a topic, and this one comes to us from Jamie, I believe. I'm going to confirm it while I'm uh, describing it here. No, I take that back. comes to us from Aaron McCabe. Aaron McCabe says, uh, uh, inspired by Monday's Babble Royale, late night show hosts. Oh, that's the one. Right. They picked Brian, and you won, Scott. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. It was, a, yeah. it was crap. Yeah, I blew, it was you, a I blew them out. Is what it was. Yeah. Um, We've got the uh, Saturday Night Live Five Timers Club. In other words, Wait, people who we did that one. Short. I looked in TMS Babble Royale the the website and I did not find it. So I we don't have done it. it. Hold on, Five Timers Club. Remind me what that means exactly. Oh, no, maybe Scott hasn't show, done it. Then. People who have hosted the show five times or more. Oh, five. I don't think we've done five times or more, but we did do one where it was like. Yeah, we we've done one similar to that. I'm not I'm not averse to doing it. I'm just Here's, saying it. Uh, I thought we had two, and I looked it up, and I did not find it. The only Saturday Night Live stuff we had, Weekend Update Anchors, mm -hmm. and um, Coneheads actors who were in, uh, who are Saturday Night Live. I remember this for some reason. Me too. I thought I did too. I don't know if we talked about it for something else, but I'm, I'm looking at the TMS Babble Royale website, and yeah. this has all of them because uh, uh, Bobby Franks went and, and wrote down mm -hmm. each of these. And uh, and I'm not finding it at all. And I've looked under several different ways of looking for it. Maybe we maybe we're we're if this is a Mandela effect, this is a doozy because all of us it's are. It's a hell of a it's a hell of a. That's a one hell of a yeah. doozy. Yeah. Exactly. Well, let's anyway, give it let's give it a shot. I, that's fine. Irregardless, uh, if we've done it before, let's see how well you remember <laughs> the answers. <laughs> On this list, there are about 20 names of people who've hosted five times or more. Um, I want you to name them. And uh, that's really all there is to it. Jonathan, knowing and, and hearing uh, that it might be something we've done before and they might actually have some experience with it or not, whose chances do you like better on this and who do you want to start? Uh, let's do Scott to win, Brian to go first. Okay. Sure. All right. Scott to win, Brian <laughs> to go first. Oh, oh. <clears throat> <laughs> Hi. Hi. So I'm going first. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> Tom Tom Hanks. It's a great it's a great choice. He has hosted ten times. The first being in uh, December of 1985. Oh, geez. And his, 
and he became a five-timer um, five years later in December 1990. 85, would that have been for Splash or something like that? Probably? Promoting uh, Probably, it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, his most recent hosting appearance was actually during the pandemic, the second to last episode of SNL uh, that people did with their Zoom cameras and phones from their house. Right. Um, okay. Uh, oh, it just hit me that maybe the guy was about to say... See, this is so weird, because I'm having deja vu, but also I'm unsure of the answers. Mm-hmm. This is a very odd experience. Okay. Uh, let's go with uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken? More yeah. cowbell. Christopher Walken? How many times? <laughs> He has hosted, he's hosted seven times, uh, <laughs> starting with uh, January 1990, and fifth appearance was uh, uh, May of 2001. All right. Um, took him 11 years and 119 days to reach the Five Timers Club. Wow. I thought that so was... So since, uh, since, uh, since this guy actually lives in... Uh, Rockefeller Center, right? I think he actually lives inside the building. He's been on it like a million times. Alec Baldwin. Does he live there? I didn't know that. Thirty at Thirty know. Rock. No. I know that he's the guy he that they call. Live there. But he he probably he must live up he, the street he, because he's always on. Yeah, practically lives there. He is, according to the book, live from New York. Um, they have a certain group of people that they call upon whenever a guest host that they've been working with all week all of a sudden can't do the show they pull in alec baldwin and or a couple other people who i'll i'll mention later mm. um but alec baldwin, now. yeah i won't alec baldwin <laughs> actually has the most oh um with 17 appearances as host. wow has it been that as, many as host not even including his trump impersonation guest uh, oh, appearances uh starting with april 1990 and uh, most recently hosting in 2017 and you and you did say host for the five times club okay just making sure host have to be a host okay making sure okay um all right they have a whole jacket and everything that they they do they do skits about it and everything they do skits about the jacket there's a there's a room uh like an uh um, not a room but a like a green room yeah lounge lounge that's specifically for uh five timers all right five timers this is tricky yes um, no, it's not Run DMC. They haven't been there five times. Probably Steve but Martin. Tricky. Steve Martin, maybe. Steve Martin, yeah, that's a, second that's a most one. number of hosts. Okay. Uh, most times hosting, fifteen times Steve Martin has hosted, um, including I think the second episode of SNL in October of 1976. Maybe not the second because they would have they would have started in uh, yeah. September, but um, definitely one of the earliest hosts of Saturday Night Live, and. Uh, he reached the Five Timers Club in 1978. Wow! I believe, making Holy him yeah. the first member of the Five Timers Club. Of the Five Timers Club makes sense. And um, the most recent was uh, 09. So oh, that's just, been, he's just a, a wild and crazy guy. You know what's funny though is I have this. I've had this theory for a long time, and I still believe it. The comedy style of SNL evolved at the exact same time that Steve Martin's comedy style evolved as well. So that kind of weird, mm-hmm. wacky, strange thing that he right. was in the beginning. So was SNL, and as mm-hmm. SNL and he would move on and mature, they both matured in the kind of comedy they were and i feel like they just were in this parallel thing it was just the weirdest it was it was a comedy that was irreverent at yeah. the time yeah um, for sure for sure okay, okay. For, go for ahead sure. 
Go ahead for sure, boy. For, for sure. <laughs> so, th- this is this is the uh, every time. Okay, so I I watch Serent Live most times when it comes on. However, I always make sure I tune in when uh, one of my favorite host is Justin Timberlake. Oh he yeah, always makes me laugh, especially when he does his uh, his mascot. His, his mascot singing yes. that kill. Come on down to Soupville. That thing, yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, that and uh, I'm just double checking here. That and the um, uh, the Bee Gees talk show. Oh yes. Fallon. We have Fallon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin Timberlake only five times, but he's <gasps> a five timer. Uh, starting with 2003. Oh, and, now I'm nervous. Um, yeah. And uh, fifth appearance was, uh, and his most recent appearance, March 9th, 2013. March 9th. Um, okay. Now we're getting into the weeds. Um, this is just a guess. But it sure. just seems right. Billy Crystal, probably? He was Billy Crystal, one. absolutely. Okay. Um, he was another... Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. No, 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 okay. no, no. I... Wait, 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 wait. This was one that I thought was so sure that I've got to actually double check a second source. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, he hasn't I mean, done any recently, so it would, be, it would have been a, a long. He time was ago. a member of the cast for a long time. Right, yeah, right. that was not hosting. Exactly. Hold on. It's all return. Oh, wow, stuff. I would have thought that would have been an okay answer. That's I. That's how certain I was that. Um, it's gotta be. That's but how certain. It's been a long time since he's done any. Uh, Did he have a falling out? No. No. Neither did Steve Martin. He hasn't done it for 11 years. Um, as special guest, let's see, as cast member, 1984 to 1985, as host, only April 17th, 1978, March 17th, 1984, what? and May 12th, 1984. Three? What? Only three times. No! What? Dude, that you would have easily picked that too, right? That was not just me thinking that. I would that. have easily picked that. Because yeah. I, I, I thought that since, since being a cast member, he... Right. Uh, he's been a host. Frank. Now, there's there's two that I remembered this coming up most recently about spike the ball, Brandon. Always spike right? the ball. Yeah, I remember this coming up most recently a couple of years ago. There was like a there was like a, a time when Jonah Hill mm-hmm. they made a big uh, hubbub about that, and then like the well, was the it too many episodes? Not too so, many episodes after like that. It was like Scarlett Johansson or something like that. I mean, it was mm. right. So Jonah Hill, the joke with Jonah Hill, and I, that's why I didn't want to say much, was that he was the bartender in the Five Timers Lounge. That's right. Um, that once he reached five times, they yeah. made him the bartender and said, no, it's natural that, you know, once you're five times, then you become the bartender here. And then Scarlett Johansson came on and she went to the room and he's still tending he's bar. Still yeah. And he's like, oh, you just, wait, you just became five times? Well, then you should be doing this. No, no, you're... <laughs> So wait, did so he is a five timer? Jonah Hill is. He is a five. Yeah. Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, and Scarlett Johansson. According to that skitty was. Damn it! Who else? Uh, who else Jonah is Hill's in there? Five. All right. Here's everybody you could have said and should have said: Ben Affleck, Drew Barrymore, Candace yeah. Bergen, Chevy Chase, what? Danny DeVito, oh, yeah. Will Ferrell, Tina yeah. Fey, John Goodman. John Nobody Goodman. John oh, Goodman. John Goodman. Ah. He's thirteen. He's, he's a like thirteen. Really, he's been a really old one too, but hasn't he? Uh, he's, he's been doing he's, it So he's the other one. He's the other one that they call upon whenever somebody drops out. Um, Elliot Gould, really early on, five timer. Buck Henry, also very early on. He he became. It took him just under two years to become a five timer. Wow. He hosted so much of those wow, first. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, the first first couple seasons. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Melissa no. McCarthy, 
Just, really? She even did a, did a skit about her five timers club after her fourth time and she miscounted. So, <laughs> and wow. uh, lastly, Bill Murray. Of course. You know what I must be doing? I must be putting Billy. Um, sorry, you said Bill Murray and it threw me off. Yeah. But who did I say and it was wrong? You said you said uh, Billy Crystal. Oh, Billy Crystal. Crystal. Okay, it's like you're I think thinking I've... about nipples and crochet needles. No, I'm trying. I'm conflating. <laughs> what? I think I'm 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 conflating his Oscar stuff with this. Is what I'm doing. Because he was on the yeah. he did the Oscars oh, like tons he's of five them. times you know, Oscar host. I think he's also I think he's also guest hosted the Tonight Show several times, which was the thing that people might be confusing with this. Is the um, maybe? But if somebody finds yeah. out we've done this before, let us know yeah. who won that one. Was it yeah, consistent? I know. I'd like, actually like to see what you guys guessed. I, I remember going down this rabbit hole. So I there is a reason why I wouldn't have just like said, hey, you know what I want to look up? Five Timers Club on <laughs> SNL. Right. I don't think I would have done that. I think that I think it was pushed for some reason. Yeah. By the way, uh, Ibit, you don't remember Billy Crystal's uh, worker, uh, construction worker guy who was always talking about, I hate when that happens. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah. No, I totally yeah, remember. That's what he was talking about. The, him and Christopher Guest. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, he was talking boy, about put, like... putting crochet needles through his nipple oh. and turning <laughs> them really tight and then letting them go. Oh, no, right. I hate like, it when that you happens. Know, it's like when you take one of those... Uh, scale models of the empire state building yeah yeah, yeah, and I yeah, just decided yeah. To push it up my nose you know just to see how far i could get it to go um, here's an interesting guys. side note yeah paul simon um always appears in that five timers lounge although he has not hosted uh himself five times he was a special guest he's played for music of, for five of them at least right he's easily been a musical guest for five times yeah. but uh they they show the show credits him as co-host of the hundredth episode but no host was officially credited in the opening sequence. So. Okay. No host. And then no Garfunkel at all. He's out. Forget it. No Garfunkel at all. I think <laughs> uh, he was musical guest once or twice, and that's about it. All right. Well, fair enough. All right. Okay. So here's the bummer. The bummer is uh, we, we lost, Jonathan. And when I say we, I mean you and I. Together we share this loss, you and I. Uh, how do you feel about your your big loss, your your horrible pick of a horse to win <laughs> this this day? How do you feel? <laughs> It's all right. We'll get him next time. All right, man. Uh, I appreciate the faith. And uh, you have a fantastic day. And please do try again. And we'll see if we can't get you to be a winner one day. Brian Dunaway, today, you and I are both winners. Because yes, we are. we're doing the Boop Show at 3.30 Mountain. So if you guys want to come by and watch us do it live or catch it on the podcast later, that's up to you. It's uh, oh. All the details are over at boop, or sorry, frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. Talking games with each other. It'll be a great time be there done away anything else you want to say or do or have have or do to get together and to party to have all right (laughs) he was just gonna go on forever so i cut him off all right uh well done everybody and those prize uh prizes will carry forward obviously to the next to uh, wednesday Yep, we'll add them to the Wednesday stack. Yep, so enjoy that. All right, we have time for a little bit of news, and so here's this. Time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by new Fred and Can. There's a new episode posted. Go to fredandcan.com, you big dummies. Yeah, go there. I made up a, a word today in, in today's uh, episode of Fred, <laughs> Fred and Can, and I'm, I'm proud of it. The entire, the entire comic was written around me trying to figure out a way to use it. So, oh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. So enjoy that. 
uh, Fred still wears his mask wrong because he just can't yeah. help it. His nose is too big. He's got too big a nose, and we've seen what happens when he tries to put that mask over his nose. That's right. Just needs a big mask is the problem. He really does. Also, it's so funny. You guys out there are so funny to me. I put this thing up, and the first thing out of somebody's mouth is, oh, we referred to the can as it. Interesting, interesting. Like, they're all trying to get me... <laughs> They're trying to get me like to admit. Into the lore. Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, they're trying to read way in in uh, into the underbelly of how this all works and whether he's real. Is he not real? Is Fred just crazy? Does anyone else hear the can talk? Like, I love that. Keep that up because I'm not telling. Not till the very end. You never know who can hear him. Yeah. All right. Uh, That'd be great. Couple of stories here. Uh, oh, this is really gross. So I. So yeah. Do we have to start with this one? We Should have to. Just take breakfast. We all have right. to. This is, uh, this is something we have to do. All right. Doctors pull a 1.5 inch, that's an inch and a half, worm <laughs> from, a <woman's, laughs> from a woman's tonsils after she ate some sashimi. Oh. And Brian likes sashimi, so that's why I picked this. Story. I love sashimi, yeah. Uh, raw fish you know strikes what? again. Yeah. I, if I die, it's going to be from mercury poisoning. It's going to be from a... A worm. It's going to be from bad sushi. I'm all right with that. It's a what a way to go. You've already accepted the, those. I've, ones. I've, uh, right, exactly. I've, I've succumbed to my fate. Is okay. what I'm saying. All right. I'm, I'm. Look, there's worse ways relegated. to go. Relegated. What's the word? I've, I've, You've... I've accepted my fate. But there's another word for that. I've relented Relen- to my fate. Relented. Relented. I have. That seemed, seemed right when I said it. Relented. Till I said it as a question. Relented. I have resigned. Resigned. That's resigned. it. Resigned to my feet. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's resigned. it. Resigned. Yes. All right. We knew we'd get there. And you got it before Sarge 3000 or 300. Well, he's a slow. He's 300 seconds behind me all the time. Well done. <laughs> 300 milliseconds. Sorry. Anyway, sushi, poke, and other similar dishes have gained a population as a risky food group where even the most prized cuts can come with an unwelcome garnish. Parasites. Mm. Uh, by the nature what, the of the Oscar winner, <laughs> yeah, by the Oscar winner film I still haven't seen, Parasite. Um, <laughs> by nature of their uncooked preparation, parasites can uh, or that call many fish home can survive even when the fish is out of water and long dead. Sometimes just a few millimeters long, these worms can go unnoticed on the plate and later wreak havoc on your insides. On July eighth, doctors in Tokyo reported a case of an anonymous twenty-five-year-old woman who was admitted to St. Luke's International Hospital. Wait, they have a St. Luke's in Tokyo? That's cool. Yeah, they have. A, why is it an international hospital? Like, I don't know. That's really weird, isn't it? <laughs> I think if if anybody from any country could come to your hospital, isn't that all hospitals? Yeah. <laughs> like this, like international airport. Sure, it makes sense because we have flights that go to. It's not just a domestic airport. It, we have flights that go around the world. I feel like they've they buried the lead here, which is how do international hospitals work? Because we don't know. Right. Anyway, she said she had a sore throat earlier, so they went in there, checked it out. It revealed a black moving worm, is the quote from the doctor, wriggling in her left palatine nostril. Tonsil. What did I say? Nostril? You said nostril. <laughs> I meant tonsil. Also, also bad. But uh... <laughs> For some reason, I can only picture this stuff happening in people's noses, weirdly. You're also picturing Emperor, Emperor Palatine's nostrils right now. <laughs> Yeah, the power. The it's useless. Joy. Ah, there's something in my nose. I feel like there's something in my nose. <laughs> right here. Did you see? Can that, you take a look? Did you see that fan thing where they showed how they they originally meant for the end of that uh, the fight between him and Ray, how that was supposed to go? Oh, 
No, I didn't. You should see that. I'll I'll drag it up and send it to you because yeah, it actually good. vastly improved that movie for me and the whole the whole late trilogy actually. Like it's really cool and I don't know yeah. why they didn't just do it or maybe this was just I don't know if this is what their plan was or if this is just a fan saying here's what you should have done, but it's so well done that it looks like it was done for real, like the effects are really good and it mixes with what they already had really well and for me like I, I got excited just watching it. Got like, uh, it's really cool. You have to see it. I'll send it to you later, after the yeah. show, because I don't know where I. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Totally would love to see it. Yes, I know it's Palpatine, but that's the joke. Is that the article talks about Palatine? Oh, someone in the chat calling you out for. Palatine. But Mega says, but I think it's actually Palpatine. Don't you mean that? I'm like, well, yeah, it's yeah. Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, it's a joke. That was the joke about the Palin. Yeah, it was a joke. See. <laughs> The word, the word in the article is Palatine. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And I got Palatine's it the whole time. Nostril. Yeah. If I can get it, you guys can get it. Okay. Uh, where the hell were we? Oh yeah. So, uh, let's do that. This worm is actually called the Pseudo Terranova Azarazi. That was another show I really liked. Was Terranova. <laughs> Terranova was cool. It could have been cool. Let's say that. They, could have been cool. It was about to get cool because uh, they had just kind of taken away all the safety of the show, which was what made it so bland. Yeah. And the very last episode of the season was like, all right, we've 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 destroyed all the barriers that were keeping the dinosaurs out. Oh, no. We got canceled. Bye. Yeah. I felt like they were on the verge of something there. People were a little too pretty, though, and it was a little too it, careful to be. Well, ABC. I mean, or NBC. It was, one, it was a network yeah. thing. Yeah. Could have been cool on cable or something bums me out but i like the dude in it the old guy that was in um avatar mm -hmm. avatar yes i can't think of his name but i love that guy yeah anyway uh this thing's a parasitic roundworm back to the worm that's in this person's mm. nostril sorry tonsil your tonsil should not be in your nostril that we know <laughs> nobody's tonsil should be in your nostril I don't no care. i don't care how you're kissing hey do you know how you can how do you uh predict whether your tonsils are going to go bad do you know this no how you ask you ask no that doesn't work because it only okay i'm sorry what if you here's how do you know when you got a nose problem or if you're going to have a nose problem in the next year how do you find out okay i'm kind of making this up as i go yeah i'm still making this up as i go but that but so how if do you, you know if you're going to have a nose problem in the next year yes i don't know you ask nostril domus <laughs> oh yeah okay, okay. <laughs> i thought i thought the answer was you ask you're like that doesn't make sense no matter what the first part of the question is. I mean, you know, when you're workshopping in real time, we're a dad joke that may not land. You got to, you know, you got to work. Please it. continue your Patreon subscription. Yes, people. please. please do. Don't please. pull out now, guys. Please. Bad time don't to pull, pull out. out now. Yeah, don't pull out now. Um, also going in the mashup. <laughs> yep. Uh, in this study published by the American Journal of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene, they noted that the woman had consumed a meal of assorted sashimi five days prior and suffered a sore throat ever since. This is how they determined the sushi was to blame. They wrote that her symptoms rapidly improved after a tweezer removal of said worm. They measured the worm at 38 millimeters. That's 1.5 inches long. We should just convert to metric. Who You don't need to tell mm -hmm. us the inches, people. Right, right. Um, and a millimeter wide and noted that it was molting on the outer on the outer cuticle, sorry, cuticle. cuticle. It was kept right in circle in my head, um, which revealed this worm was a fourth stage larva of the pseudo do, do, to, no, to, 
Pseudo da Terra Nova Arazanavi. Pseudo Terra Nova. Did you run to put extra doughs in there? I do. Just one dough. I do. Pseudo Terra Nova Azarasi. I can't. I can't figure it out. Normally, these things are known to infect your digestive tract and give you like (laughs) diarrhea till the end of your day, right? Sure. But this one, she actually maybe got lucky. Got jammed in her tonsil and they could get it out. So. Yeah, she's super lucky. That's better than like 20 years ago. (laughs) I got the runs every day, all day. Why? That's this is better than that. Yeah, this is true, but all of it's all, all of it's of, bad. Of it's but bad. sadly, not enough to keep me from eating sushi. Sorry, all of it's bad. All right, we're gonna take a break, which is not bad. And while we do so, we will uh, prepare ourselves for Steven Schleicher and Daryl Skeels. They'll be here today talking about their respective stuff. So stick around for that. In the meantime, Brian brought a song. He will now give it to us. I did. Uh, Pop and Jean, who I think we may have played before. Um, finally has her long-awaited debut EP just came out last week um, via our golden friend uh, records. Big thanks to our golden friend. Uh, uh, That's really what they're called, our out. golden friend. That's our a, golden friend. I like yes. that. Okay. Yeah, it's a sweet, it's a sweet name. Sure. Um, let's see. She uh, with this body work, Pop and Jean closes a difficult but rewarding chapter in her personal life while discovering a newer, queerer self. As a heartfelt document from this time, the listener is beckoned to walk alongside her on her blooming musical journey. Um, so this was recorded with uh, Tim Harvey, who's also worked with Jade Imagine and uh, Gina Rose Bruce. Um, it's uh, uh, trying to figure out where she's from because I like always saying where this music is from, but I cannot find it. So who knows? Uh, who knows where she's from? She'll just have to ask her. But ask her while you listen to a song from her brand new EP. The EP is called Futures Unsure. Here is Pop and Jean and the song Don't Even Know.
Hey, you guys. This episode's sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. I don't have that ability yet. That ability isn't ready yet. I can't do that yet. Not ready yet. They can't join our group. I can't put that there. Man, that was weird. (laughs) The morning stream. There's a snake in my boots. All right, we're back, everybody. That was a cool song. Tell people yeah. again where they can get that or what that is. Absolutely. It's uh, Poppin' Gene, P-O-P-P-O-N-G-E-N-E, all one word. Her brand new album is called, or EP is called Futures Unsure, and that's the song Don't Even Know. By the way, this is a Muppet. Man, that was weird. It's a Muppet. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a Muppet talking to a bunch of Kermits. There was like duplicate Kermits going backstage on the Muppet Show, and this guy goes, yeah. Man, that was weird. And I don't know what character it is. I've never seen that's it before. Funny. Is that uh, from the new Muppet stuff, or is that um, old? Like, uh, well, old. something I guess the new Muppet stuff hasn't aired yet, right? Yeah, it's something in the. Well, let's see. So the Muppet Show started in the '70s. Did it end in the '80s? I don't remember how long it went because it feels like this was '80s because Kermit's wearing like, um, shoulder pads. Like, <laughs> okay. And and it looked like maybe it was kind of a revival of some sorts. Maybe it was that Muppet Muppets Tonight oh, or whatever right. it's called. Or I don't remember. Right. I I only know the early one, but yeah, not Clifford. Was it Clifford? No, I don't know. But he was like a, I don't. He may have been a dog. Man, that was weird. Anyway, I just want to know more about him. That's funny. <laughs> Sounds somebody pointed out. And it's totally true. Sounds a lot like uh, uh, Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Oh yeah, a little bit. Man, that was weird. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm going to. Uh, who am I calling? <laughs> I'm adding call, Steven. Call Steven Schleicher. Let's, okay. Uh, All right. Thank you. Let's pull him into this business. Appreciate the uh, reminder. Of who that is. <laughs> Apparently, I needed it. Steven. All the way from Hayes, Kansas, and the headquarters of Majorspoilers.com comes one, the only, Steven Schleicher. Good morning. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey, man. Hello. How the heck are you? I am doing well. You know, I got a complaint. Let me just tell you this real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> just one? Yeah, just one. So I wish to just I wish to voice my displeasure. That's right. Is this the complaint desk? Because I'd like to make a complaint. In this coffee oh, this cup, in this coffee cup here uh, that I'm holding up contains uh, matcha tea. Okay. 
And the other day I had one of these here at the desk and I had it sitting right here. And I uh, jerked really hard and moved my hand this way and I dumped my, or I didn't dump it, but I jostled the cup so that it went like that and went bloosh bloosh out of both sides. And one big chunk of that bloosh landed right on my right click mouse button of this mouse I'm holding up. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite mouse. I love these mice. And it got inside, and I thought I got most of it out of there. It hasn't gummed up anything except when I right-click. It feels mushy and weird, and I'm pissed, and I don't know what to do. I don't want to just take this apart. I don't know what to do. What would you do, Steven? Get a magic mouse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, let me fork over the... There are no cracks. There are no buttons. Yeah, it's only going to cost you uh, 200 bucks. 200 bucks. Is that what those are now? <laughs> no, no, they're no, like 100 bucks. Jeez, yeah, I, I think it's like sixty, yeah, or seventy like bucks. Okay, yeah. well maybe it'll be all right. But yeah, I just I'm I'm just annoyed because in here, I know if I could just get under this clicky part, I could clear it out. But that means I'd have to break the mouse. I don't know enough how these are constructed. So anyway, Logitech, if you're listening, don't worry about it. It was my mistake. Okay. Hey, Steven, San Diego yes. Comic Con still coming. Are you ready for it? Are you all set? Oh boy, <clears throat> am I ever. Oh, what are they doing? I don't even know. I, I Once yeah, it got so canceled physically, I didn't know what was happening. It did get canceled physically. And as I said, when uh, all this uh, COVID stuff first started, I said, hey, uh, these conventions that are canceling, what they should do is take the convention online. And they've already done that once with WonderCon. And they're, they're taking uh, apparently everybody else's words to heart. And they are taking everything online. Not just a few panels. Like every single panel that they can do. They've got it going on. Just for example, on Thursday, between 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock, they have 12 different panels that they'll be running on their YouTube channel. Jeez. 12 different panels running on their YouTube channel concurrently. Oh, wait a minute. So you're going to have they're going to have 12 live streams running on that channel. 12 live streams running on their channel. Wow. That's crazy. But you'll be able to do VOD, right? So if like I think you will because it's all going. Things, yeah, yeah, it's all on you. It's all on YouTube, and I'm sure they're going to archive anything because they would be, they would be really dumb to yeah. you know immediately after it's done go yeah well we're deleting it bye. <laughs> so it'd be so right. so they're going to do like you would have if it was a live event. All of these events sometimes happen mm-hmm. simultaneously, so they're going to show them simultaneously, not simultaneously, but you know there'll be there'll be things that you'll be interested in. <clears throat> and the thing you might have also liked, you're just going to miss it because you're at the con and you're going to Hall H instead of Hall G or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. In this right. case, you're doing it virtually. But the one difference here is that in the past, they don't put up video of anything. No, they don't. And that's and so so I have some concerns now. I'm sure the WonderCon stuff, I haven't gone to look and see what they did a couple of months ago for their WonderCon stuff. But when a convention is notoriously famous for not allowing anything out, not even streaming audio out of any of their panels. And the first year that they're not able to do Comic-Con, they're going full out with every single panel they can in a YouTube streaming format. Makes me just a little bit nervous, but uh, maybe they're just putting it upon uh, all of the, uh, the hosts of each of those channels to figure out how they're going to do this. So do I expect this to be a really smooth ride? No. No. Do I think that there will be enough information uh, divvied out in the hour that each one of these panels are each day, every day from Wednesday till Sunday next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there will be some interesting information. Uh, don't expect to see anything from DC Comics, however. DC Comics uh, has opted not to be- participate in this streaming event. Instead, they've got their own thing going on over at, what is it called, like DC Holodome or Terror Dome or oh, really? you know, one of these things. It's, mm-hmm. it's If you are still part of that DC Universe uh, subscription service. Mm-hmm. You should have gotten an email 
about a month ago mm-hmm. uh, about this to kind of just alert you that it was going on. But they have all these different rooms you can go into and uh, and hang out and watch whatever streaming presentations they have there. Uh, but uh, don't don't be surprised if you don't see any DC stuff at the San Diego Comic Con um, live streams when they happen next week. That's not this week. Starts next week on the 22nd and will run all the way through Sunday. Most of the stuff starts at 10 a.m. Uh, I'm guessing that's Pacific time. Yeah. And we'll go until about 10 o'clock p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So there's plenty of stuff for you to watch. And they've already got links already over at the Comic-Con uh, comic-con.org website. You can go and look at the San Diego schedule. They've got um, you know links to all the YouTube channels. The YouTube feeds are obviously dark right now, but you can... Uh, you know, alert you when those things go live. Are you uh, going to do any co-streaming or anything? You guys going to do no. any coverage like that? No? Not this no. time? Okay. I was just curious. We, we've been trying to do a lot of that with game stuff because normally on yeah, E3... Yeah, I've seen that. But some of that's really good. Yeah, we try... We, I mean, without E3 here, just it's the only thing we can do. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's fun. Like the PS4... or Sorry, the PS5 event was great. We really enjoyed that. It was yeah, I like big that one and too. cool. The Logitech one yesterday was kind of a bummer. You spilled tea all over. Was it a live stream of you spilling tea? You, what did I say? You said Logitech. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you ordering, are you ordering a replacement mouse right <laughs> now? I'm just thinking about my mouse. No, I mean, <laughs> sorry. I meant Ubisoft. Logitech, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, Logitech. Anyway, uh, it was a kind of a bummer for a few reasons. Number biggest bummer was that company is in flames in terms of some internal stuff that has come out. Yeah. They've got the second highest person in that company now fired. Um, people oh, wow. in charge of different projects fire big sexual harassment, threatened stuff, like all kinds of stuff. It's bad. And so they didn't, it didn't address any of it. And so that already made everybody just kind of go, Ugh, are you just not even going to say anything? Like you're just going to pretend like nothing's going on. And then the event itself, they showed like three new properties. Everything else was stuff we already knew. And even in one of the properties cases, they were just like, Hey, remember the guy that plays Gus Fring on Breaking Bad? Here he is again playing basically Gus Fring in Far Cry 6, and that's all we're going to tell you. We don't have any other details, and so it was a little bit of a downer. I don't know, but my point is it's like more hit and miss than, than E3 is because at least E3 it was like it's on the schedule. It happens. It's either good or it's bad or it's whatever, but it's there, and I wonder if this will be anything like that, if they'll be, you know, how the panel audio will be at Comic-Con, how... Uh, will, you know, will this be as uh, will this be a good alternative experience to what it would have been had you been there? Probably not. Well, but. so no, I, I don't think that you know. And don't get me wrong, I'm not down on conventions. Um, conventions are a great thing to go to, especially if you're going to go and see people that you really want to meet, like creators. If you want to find out information about things that are going on, mm-hmm. uh, for those people who have never been to a convention and sat on a panel, like some of the panels that are at uh, the San Diego Comic-Con, don't be surprised if it's a bunch of teasers where just like, hey, here's what's coming up in the months ahead. And also don't be surprised if sites like Major Spoilers haven't already talked about a lot of the announcements coming out from these publishers because they send them out to us about two weeks before mm-hmm. and we start putting them up. So don't be surprised, speaking of Ubisoft, don't be surprised when Dark Horse panel comes up and they talk about the new uh, Valhalla, um, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla prequel comic book series that will come out in October. Don't be surprised if they've already talked about it and you go, oh, wait, I've already heard about that before. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of what the these panels are, is they're just kind of little PR moments for people to talk about projects that are coming up. Not giving a whole lot of detail, but if you want to get excited about something or if you want to hear creators talking about a specific topic, then certainly uh, they're worth checking out. It's something that I hope that conventions start realizing that if you are a San Diego Comic-Con and you are sold out year after year after year, 
taking this stuff online is a great way to get people to have access to the information that they wouldn't have access to normally. So I'm, I'm a big fan of these conventions taking things online, but you're right. You are missing something out in the millions upon millions of people who are rubbing elbows and coughing on each other and, and all that other stuff. Sharing one bathroom in hall H and all that. Yeah. 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 Well, I, my, my, I always, you're my coverage for comic-con. I go to major spoilers. I don't know how we're going to do this year because you know, it used to be, we were doing the coverage because you couldn't get access to the panels. Yeah. This year, I don't know if we'll even do that because everything will be on demand. If you want to find out something, you'll just go to the video and watch it there. So I don't, I don't know what, I don't know how this is going to affect our coverage. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on it and watch uh, to see how it goes. Uh, so that'd yeah. be good. Also, um, you said 2019 was a very good year for comics. So we have numbers in for last year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, Comic Cron and ICV2, which are two websites that cover the the marketing part of the industry and the shipping part of the industry. They have come together with their numbers, not official numbers, because of course nobody knows what the official numbers are because uh, um, Diamond doesn't release that stuff. But they have calculated that the comic book industry in 2019 actually did better than previous years. In fact, it's the all-time high uh, with over $1.21 billion worth of comic book sales in the direct market, in digital comics, uh, in graphic novels, all of these things put together. $1.21 billion, which is a huge number. Uh, what is most interesting about this is that traditional single-issue comic book sales slipped slightly, as did digital comics. They dropped about $10 million from $100 million down to $90 million. Still nothing to sneeze at. Mm. But where the biggest increase was, was in trade paperback sales, which jumped phenomenally uh, from the year previous. And if you scroll down, I think a little bit further, Scott, you'll see at the very bottom of the page, they've got the North American comic sales by format. And you'll see that graphic novel sales were $765 million worth of the overall comics for 2019. And that's a big deal. Now, kind of keep in mind, this isn't just trade paperbacks of collected series, although a bunch of it is. But over the last couple of years, I've been saying that there are some companies like Boom Studios and like IDW Publishing and a few others that have been going direct to the trade, direct to the graphic novel for a lot of their series. Mm -hmm. You know, if it was originally supposed to be a four-issue mini, they'll just release it as an original graphic novel. That's where the money's being uh, being put down at. That's where people are buying their stuff. Mm -hmm. So I will expect to see traditional single-issue sales slip in the years to come, and I think as more publishers realize that people just want that binge opportunity to just read the entire story from beginning to end without having to wait month to month, you're going to see graphic novel sales uh, be the place where where it's at, and we're going to see the original graphic novels just go through the roof, especially with stuff targeting younger audiences as well. Mm. Uh, that's the other part of this um, story that is not spelled out in this in this press release from from these two is that DC, Marvel, IDW, every single publisher has now recognized that the young adult, hey, maybe we should start attracting kids to this uh, to this uh, crazy world of comics. You That's know, where the sales are. Yeah, at. you know the, where it all started. We should probably refocus on that age, mm -hmm. age range. I don't know. There's there's probably a chance for a real resurgence with uh, kids and interest in comics right now. I, I think, think there is. I mean, really, somebody in the chat just mentioned the Avatar Last Airbender stuff. Yeah. There's graphic novels of that. If your kids are big fans of uh, Ben 10, uh, there's original graphic novels. They Again, they're skipping the single issues. They're going right to the uh, collected stories or the full story. Uh, Boom Studios has been doing this a lot. Uh, DC has been doing this with their their DC Kids line, which people should be paying a lot of attention to because it's not just 
you know, seven, eight year old kids. They're targeting young adults uh, up through high school sure. with some of these uh, with some of these collections. And they're really, really good. They're uh, it's basically the Netflix model for comics. Go straight to the trade. Yes. Like, well, and again, it's a model that is if you go and look at the manga um, from overseas where you get the entire story in one, you know, 200 pound, uh, 200 page uh, book. Uh, that's what people are willing to plunk their money down. On. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, I think we're going to see, honestly, I think we're going to see more of this happen in the future. Do you, I mean, there's no way to tell yet cause we don't have the numbers and probably won't tell 2021, but what do you think 2020s comic sales look like compared to that 1.2 billion in, in So it's interesting. I don't remember if it says in this press release, cause they're obviously focusing on the 2019 content, but I was seeing ancillary stuff on Twitter that a lot of comic shops, while we expect during the the coronavirus for sales to be way down, um, many comic shops are saying, yeah, we've actually surprisingly been doing okay during this time. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that as comic shops were closing up, many people like Brian were calling up their local comic shop and saying, hey, give me Powers of Ten and House of X. Let me buy those trades now. Or other people just buying the um, um, gift cards mm -hmm. uh, ahead of time so that they can spend later. All that money on the front end, I think, is going to be spread out over the year. And I think we're going to have an okay near, uh, year next year. I think it's going to be, again, the trade paperbacks that'll save everything. And maybe we'll even see uh, another jump in the digital comics uh, going forward as well. Well, that'd be cool. I mean, I, I'm at, <clears throat> I have a theory about digital comics being stuck at around the 90 million mark while everything else is taking up most of the profit. And my does theory it, is it, my theory is ahead. this. Phones are too small to read comics on. Mm -hmm. uh, Agreed, tablets yeah. are expensive. And you can't just whip them out anytime you want to. And well, I, I mean, not that it, it's my preferred way of reading them. So don't get me wrong. Yes. This isn't me like saying, hey, paper's the only way to go because it is for me. It isn't. But I just right. don't think it's mass markety enough. Not everybody's got a tablet worth using and not everybody's got a phone that's big enough to read the damn thing. Sure. So just a couple of things uh, to and I totally agree with you 100 percent on everything you said. I will say, though, that the uh, Amazon fires, yeah. you know, the, the little uh, Kindle books. Uh, the eBooks, those work with Comixology, so you can read them there. So you get a, it's a little bit smaller. But the other thing that with digital comics that people don't realize is you have something called Guided View, which zooms into each panel yeah, that's true. and fills the screen, so you can read it that way. And I actually I, I enjoy reading that even when I'm on my computer. I'll often go into Guided View so I can see a, just a really big close up of those individual panels. I can't uh, remember. I have on a Comixology Unlimited, um, and I use it pretty frequently but i can't remember the last time i did it on phone so i'm actually just real quick gonna click on one yeah the other thing that is probably that is really hurting uh comics uh, digital comic sales right now is the price and that's because they charge whatever the cover price is of the print comic they're charging that same price for the digital and there's n a lot of people are just looking at this going why am i paying five dollars for something that is really a 99 cent purchase uh, and so a lot of people i think are avoiding it because of that oh you know what guided view is not bad on phone yeah, it actually looks pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, if you can go horizontal, you can go vertical on that and and um, fill up that fill up that frame. Like, Plus, you can use pinch and zoom too. Yeah, and and I don't know. I guess on the on the iPad, I tend to, which I'm using a Pro like 12.9 inch, so I, mm -hmm. I I don't ever do the guided because it's just big enough. I can read it like it's, a real comic. Yeah, it's roughly the size of a comic book. Of yeah. an actual comic page. The cool thing about that though is it almost feels like you're watching animation, which mm -hmm. I really like. Bit. Even with the big screen, mm -hmm. I do like the guided view still. It's mm -hmm. like, a, it's like a, you're right. It's like animatics or something like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, right. Almost could hear music to it, you know, while you're doing yeah. it yeah. or audio or sound or something. 
Anyway, uh, I've been kind of in a re- I'm I'm kind of back in on digital comics right now, and I'm super stoked about it. But to see that lower number, it's still nothing. I mean, that's not a bad number. That's a lot of money. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, two years ago it was a hundred million dollars in 2018, mm-hmm. and that was the highest it had been. So seeing it drop down only by 10 million is not a big deal. And I th- and I think honestly, we're going to see more people start to make the switch completely to digital in the future. In fact, that's what I have done. And uh, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on our Finally Friday show, which is our live show that we do on twitch.tv slash major spoilers, uh, Fridays, 4 o'clock p.m. Central Time, uh, where I talked about how I have no more room for physical comics except for trade paperbacks mm-hmm. and uh, collected editions. And I had to contact my uh, my comic book supplier of 20 plus years and say, you know what, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I'm not going to do single issues anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go either digital issues or collected trades that I can get from from Amazon. Yeah, that's me too. Um, yeah, but it makes me want to re up to like um, Marvel's. What's Marvel's called? Marvel, Marvel Unlimited. Marvel yeah. Unlimited. They're all using the term at the mm-hmm. Unlimited, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not really unlimited, but no, you know, it should be called Marvel Limited. Marvel <laughs> mostly limited. Yeah, kind of limited. <laughs> Marvel, a selection of comics we're giving you this right. month. Yeah. They give you a lot, but they do. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I really want to read such and such. I was like, no, sorry, that's not available right now. Right, uh, right, right, right. I get you. Now, a couple of other things about digital comics. If you're into it, if you if you realize that, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that, uh, you know, I want to get that new Amazing Spider-Man when it comes out next week or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to the digital comics through Comixology and I think also through Amazon since they're the same company. Um, but yes, they'll automatically charge you that whatever that price is. And then it's automatically put into your uh, Comixology account. So it's there ready for you when you're ready to open it up and read. Yep. That's totally, that's how I do it. And it's cheap. It's the, the Comixology thing is cheap. Like it's we, for the Comixology unlimited. Yeah. For the unlimited, it's like four bucks or yeah. five bucks mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It's super cheap. But um, anyway, yeah. Comics, man, they're here. They're still here. Yeah. They haven't yeah. left yet, which is good who for major spoilers and all of us. Kids anymore. Yeah. Who knew? I didn't know. Did you know? <laughs> who knows? Anyway, uh, Steven, anything else going on on the site that people should check out this week? Uh, no, I don't think so. We've got a lot of things going on over at the site. Of course, we'll have, I'm sure we'll have, uh, press stuff leading up to the big, uh, convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be on the lookout for stuff, uh, from boom and dark horse and Marvel and DC. They're all starting to send us stuff. So that stuff will start to pop up between now and, and next week. So you can find out all your comic con related stuff over at Majorspoilers.com. Nice. And also as always, what do we have stay to do? Hydrated. Oh, stay hydrated. Right, right, right. You know, these things, of course, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Oh, it's always good to talk to Steven, isn't it? It is. Totally is. He's the best. It's also right. good to talk to Daryl. Yeah, I agree. Yes, it is. It can't. Oh, hi, Daryl. Hello. Hi. Ooh, that's a fun buzz. You hear that buzz? I hear a buzz. Yeah, you're really crusty. Oh. <laughs> Weird. I can't believe that something doesn't sound right when you when we call you. I can't imagine <laughs> that this is happening. It's so weird. Uh, do I sound? Do I really sound crusty to you? Are we really yeah. loud or something? Or No, just, just crusty. Well, all right, exactly. then. Really? But at least his audio is, I mean, he doesn't sound like he's far away, so we're kind of good. Yeah, I feel okay <laughs> with it. A... Yeah, if you're, you, we hear you fine. So as long as oh, we okay. hear you, then we don't care. We're good. Okay, I don't care then. Well, all right, here's, here's your theme today. No, no, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Just to compare, just to have an old time, <laughs> the old Skype days. Uh, anyway, hey, it's Daryl Skills. He's the Trek nerd. He's here, as he often is on Mondays, talking about Star Trek stuff. And today's a big one, or at least it is for me, because we finally got a trailer, like a full-blown trailer for Lower Decks. And uh, yeah. when I watched it, so I watched it before I got your email. Mm. Because I wanted to know, I wanted to see it, and then I wanted to kind of guess what Daryl's reaction would be. 
And I watched it and went, oh, this is a lot like, like there's a Rick and Morty vibe going on here. Very much a Rick and Morty vibe, yeah. In, totally. in, in both style, like actual animation style and character design even, but and, also uh, the, audi- the, 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 the humor, right? Like it feels- The acting, yeah, the yeah. acting and the humor. And that to me is a, that's a bonus, okay? I know some people are like, man, we don't want another record. We got Rick and Morty. We don't matter, whatever. But uh, to me, I need this. This is the level of humor I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted it to be a little edgy, a little on the uh, sort of irreverent side. I wanted it to be not just more Star Trek, but in cartoon form. We can get that in some other serious way. I wanted this to be goofy, and this looks pretty goofy. And then I got your email, and it seems like, and I was, I was convinced you were going to be irritated by it, that you were not going to like it. <laughs> oh you, no! If you remember correctly, you watched the first couple episodes of Rick and Morty, and were like, "Eh, not, not really for your me. jam, not your yeah. thing." Yeah, yeah. And that's why I was worried. That's why I saw that and went, "Oh, Daryl's not going to like this." But your email says, "I liked it." So, yeah. What do you think? Why? Why do you like it? What do you think is going to be good? Well, we're we're going where no man has gone before, or no one. At which we aren't doing really with the new ones, mm-hmm. so that's really great. Yeah, it, it looks like there's a lot of event adventure, and we're not taking ourselves too seriously in this one. Yeah, I didn't think about that. This, this is the only Star Trek modern, current running Star Trek where they're not rehashing or prequeling. They're actually sort of. I mean, Picard. Picard isn't much of a prequel. It is taking place. Yeah, that's true. But they After, they're I mean, but Discovery certainly is prequel. But Picard but yeah. Picard, what I mean is Picard is returning to Picard. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, okay. Well here we're returning to uh um this is what TNG time frame, right? This is after TNG. after TNG, after TNG, and it's in a ship we've never heard of with people we've never heard of. I mean, it's kind of not a fair comparison because it's because okay. it's just a cartoon. I want know? new stuff. New stuff gets me excited, so yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what turns Daryl's crank. New stuff. New stuff. Uh, when do we get it? How soon? We get it One? August sixth. Yeah, less oh. than a month. Oh man. Okay. Three oh. weeks. And uh, you you got to get the CBS All Access to do it, and. Uh, I have high hopes. I I don't know why, but it really it really uh, made me laugh. <laughs> there's stuff yeah. in it. There's stuff in it that made me laugh, and I and I'm I'm excited to see how they handle the different tropes of Star Trek, and whether it's any good or not, we'll have to see. But the trailer looks good. Go out and watch it, you guys. See what you think. Yeah, we just re-upped our CBS All Access because they've got the new season of Twilight Zone on there. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we'll Daryl probably did... leave this uh, leave this on there. Did you? Daryl, you just watched Twilight Zone season two. You liked it? It was good? Yes, I watched the whole thing. Uh, what do I have to say about it? I guess I can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want spoilers to be out there. Yeah. Is there a running thread or is it always separate stories when they do this? It's all separate. Okay. We, we prefer that, right, Ibit? Though we don't want like, uh, we want oh, a through line. Yeah, we don't want a through line for our, our, our remake of the Twilight Zone. We want, like, like the old Twilight Zone, we want separate individual episodes right well i'd say yes but uh think about that last episode or not last last the, it was the ending season episode of black mirror that kind of tied previous episodes together i kind of don't mind that oh interesting did but i, I see don't that? want yeah i don't think i saw the new season of black mirror i think i missed that i don't i think it was the season before uh, it was the um the end of the american season not the british season oh then there are, there are two seasons i haven't seen then because i didn't see the american one Okay, that's, and the that's one worth that... seeing, especially for that final episode. So, if they did something 
like that that you saw you saw the first season of twilight zone right yeah uh, no i still haven't seen that anymore. yeah okay no because I'm I'm curious too about what you think of the final episode of that. You you saw it, Daryl. Yes. And did you think it was clever or no? Silly? It was horrible. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, really yeah. horrible. Okay. I really well, I admired their uh, their bravery in doing something like that. Uh, and it was it was a clever experiment, but I I kind of am with you. I think it kind of failed. <laughs> Yeah, the host should not interfere or be in the episodes in any way. That's a good. That's a good amount to say that doesn't spoil it. So okay. well, well said. I was okay. trying to remember if Rod Serling was ever in an episode. I mean, he was always in a hallway or something. He was always, yeah, he was always you know, smoking his cigarette in the hallway outside the door where stuff was happening. But uh, but he was never. But he never said in the story, right? So, Bill, you realize that's a ghost, right, <laughs> Bill? <laughs> Look at their funny picture, faces, see? Picture, if you will, Bill. <laughs> standing right here. Come here, Bill. Come here. Come here. Come here, Bill. Yeah. These, <laughs> these cigarettes are going to kill me, he'd say. Um, all right. Well, okay. I want to watch that. So maybe I'll re-up and watch that until the cartoon comes out. But uh, yeah, good. Go. But I think we have some high hopes for lower decks. Do we know Do we know how long the season is going to be? Is this a thing where maybe we wait two months and then, and then jump on CBS All Access so that we get uh, we can binge the whole thing? I, think I would suspect so. And these are yeah. half hour episodes. So yeah, they're only going to do them weekly, I think. And piecemeal. Uh, they, they, they'd, be, they'd be dumb not to, because that's, um, you know, otherwise people would be like, great. Is there a way I can just subscribe to CBS All Access for one day? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> that's the problem with a service that doesn't have like a huge, deep catalog of constant content. Right. Netflix right. gets away with it because there's always something else to watch. And Always, you can yeah. binge and Hulu then watch something and, else. Yeah. yeah. Even and even in, and even in those cases, yeah. sometimes Hulu's like, eh, we're doing it week to week or mm -hmm. uh, Prime will do that occasionally. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm anyway. excited to see it. So coming up, cool. everybody, watch for that. Also, virtual uh, uh, San Diego Comic-Con events, which we talked about with Steven, include Star Trek Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, and Strange New Worlds. And Strange New Worlds is the other animated thing? No, no. That's the... Um Captain Pike one. That's the Pike one. Oh, right, right. All right, which is probably the is furthest that with off. Anson, and that's with the Anson mount, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> with the Anson mount. Keeps your keeps your Anson uh, firmly attached to your wall. Yeah, you need to use the Anson mount if you're going to keep your... If you were going to mount your TV and you want it to be done right, you get the Anson mount. <laughs> um, right. So wait a minute, though. That's the furthest off, though, right? That thing's nowhere near production. Right. Okay. Yeah, 20, but we'll get to learn a lot about what they plan to do, and that's cool. Oh, yeah, on the twenty third at ten a.m. Pacific time, you will learn all about all those things. You should do a co-stream. That's what you should do. Unless no, should. Uh, San Diego Comic Con may have some rule against it, I don't know. Sometimes they do. Video game companies are less stringent, but I don't know. Comic Con might get. It would weird. be better than the stream I'm doing now. Yeah. On Twitch, which is, <laughs> look at my cat eat grass. Wait, for five your, is your cat really? eating grass? Wait, are you on camera? I didn't <laughs> yeah. even notice. Oh, look at this. Daryl's cat's eating grass. Hold on. How do I how do I get you big? There we go. Oh yeah. Wait, why is the cat eating grass? Where why is there grass inside? <laughs> no, it's not inside. Oh, where's your cat? In the yard. Oh, you're watching it. I'm confused. I am too. Daryl. Yeah, I don't know. What are you what are you watching? Because I'm looking at Daryl's stream right now. And I yeah, I don't see, see any cat cats or grass. Or okay. grass. Are we supposed to be able to see this cat you're talking about? Well, not right now. Oh. <laughs> 
It's Daryl Skeels, everybody. The Trek Nerd on Twitter. Follow him there. We'll see you later. Ga ga ga. All right. Gosh dang it. I don't know where that oh, was. Gene must be cooked in toast. <laughs> Smelling toast, everybody. Does everyone smell toast? That's right. All right. Um, all right. We're going to uh, take a, a, a dive into a Monday mashup. This is from Jamie. Nice. It's called. Uh, hold on. Monday mashup is called Ear Nipples. Ear Nipples. All right, so let that sink in. Here you go. Boink. Boink, 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 boink. I have to do it for them? God, I have to do everything for them. <laughs> there goes my sister. Watch her as she goes. Oh, that's even better. That's a better one. A reminder. There goes my sister. Watch her as she goes. It just was popping off everywhere you went. I'm not I'm going to go to Lake of the Ozarks and rub my sweaty body all over a bunch of other people with sweaty bodies. Mm, why haven't I watched Why do you write like you're running out of time? Why do you write like you're running out of time? Because Bezos exposed Pecker. <laughs> We've left India. We're in Australia now. Australian man. That's right. right? What's his power? Able to survive about a thousand different things that can kill him at any moment's notice. Excelsior. Any moment's notice. <laughs> any moment's notice. Not in a moment's notice, but any moment's notice. I think I prefer yours. What do the ladies see in the Billy Bob Thornton? Because he always seems to have a... Because he's an auteur, man. He's an auteur. He's like a... It must be, because yeah. when I look at him, I don't go, well, you know. Able to consume a meat pie in <laughs> under 18 seconds. Oh, that sounds good. The more I moved my legs, it just started to wrap around me. You know what, Brian? Will you start that sentence over in the quote and just read the quote in your Australian accent, please? From the down <laughs> the to legs. The more I moved my legs, it just started to wrap around me. Its head just started striking at the driver's seat chair between my legs. So now we go all the way over to Ireland. Oh, no accents. Uh, None needed here. Nobody needs to talk like they're from Ireland. Something Let's go back to Billy Bob Thornton here for just a second. Just say... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he else? must. Be, he's a really talented guy. That's what it must be. It must be he has, like, you know, just no. I'm just saying. There's other other things. There's, there's, there's other things than just you know physical looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm just I'm saying. With I'm with you. The rain was pouring down really heavily for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Starts out Irish. Ends up Pirish. Ends up pirate. Yep. Pirish. Always go Pirish. They have redundant organs, right? They have like oh, three. Oh, so maybe they have a backup set of. Yeah, they get like they get <laughs> they like eight ears, nipples and ears. like ten vaginas and like five hearts and stuff. <laughs> so they could just they could just have like more ears or more ear holes or something. I cannot hear you through my ears. Those are deaf. I can hear you through my nipples. Say something louder. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know what that nipple thing was at all. What was that about? I don't feel my nipples. Yeah, that had to be an old. That had to be something older. Like they're all the rest of it. I remember the Australian stuff. I remember the uh, the snake eating the uh, the guy's chair, or the car seat. Yeah, that just happened but, uh, like last few mm-hmm. days ago. That was last week. But I think your nipples was older. Yeah. <laughs> I think your nipples was older. That's a new Ear title. Your nipples was older. Your nipples was older. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, quick couple emails. Taffy guy or Mrs. Taffy guy wrote in. Says uh, the apps on your iPad do you use for drawing, or what apps on your iPad do you use for drawing? And has PC, Android slash Chrome OS tablets given you the same response and precision as the iPad? I've been seeing a lot of TikTok about Procreate. And I want to start doing digital media. Okay, so the Apple iPad Pro, 12.9 inch, especially new ones with 120 hertz uh, refresh screens and all that. Uh, the Apple Pencil and Procreate, the software Procreate, are the most potent 
tool in the market right now. Mm -hmm. It is an amazing combination of stuff and nothing comes close. I try them all every year when something new comes out. I try to give them all a chance, although it's harder now because I can't go to stores and try things. But um, but I always try the latest Microsoft Surface. I was really excited about Surface, mm -hmm. the Surface Pro desktop thing. Uh, what was it called? Surface Studio. And both oh, yeah. Studio 1 and 2, they had kind of a sequel to it, uh, were just laggy and bad. They were not good. They were really cool looking, but the actual like performance on screen was terrible. And I've yet to find an Android tablet or a Chrome OS tablet or even a convertible like keyboard to tablet type Chrome OS tablet that is anywhere close to this. So for whatever reason, they're all kind of bad at this. Um, there is Wacom makes a a tablet device that's portable. It runs on. I think it runs on Windows. It might run on. It might actually run on Android. I forget now, but it's good because again, their pen tech is just better than anybody else's. But your software is limited. Uh, Procreate is iOS only, which is or uh, iPad OS only, so you can't get it anywhere else, and so that makes it a little harder. Uh, still, an option to hook a big old Wacom up to your to your computer, your PC, or your Mac, and use Photoshop and all that. That's still an option, but it's still slower and laggier than the iPad Pro. So I don't even know if Apple meant to do this. But they made the best drawing tablet on the market. And <laughs> and I hope they know that they did that so they don't screw it up because it's still that and it's amazing and it's it's it I mean really good. My Wacom yeah. gathers dust over there. It just gathers dust. I do everything over here now and it's just been great. So that's where I would go if I were you. And uh, even the smaller one with uh, with that combined with a pencil and something like Procreate is just unbelievably good and you'll learn all sorts of good stuff. So seconded here here. Yeah. That's why that ta that's why that software is so key. I mean, everybody I know, like concept artists, artists at Blizzard, people everywhere, you just they use it, even if they're just prototyping on it. They're just using it all the time. All right. Uh, here's one from TV's Travis. This is a moment for us to uh, promote a fan's thing. Okay. Oh, cool. Cool. We like to we do still this. don't have a good name for this. <laughs> nope. Nope. We got to give it a name. Uh, yeah. Help us out, chat room. Send us your ideas. So the thing where we give you guys uh, a promotion for a cool project you're working on, what would we call Just that? Don't use don't use the word pimp. We decided yeah, we we're not using pimp. the word pimp. Yeah, no more pimp. It no leads pimp. to sex trafficking and other stuff. We don't want that. <laughs> so it says here, Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian, whoops, wrong show. Uh, since you guys are looking to help spotlight some other smaller shows, I wanted to let the tadpole know about the new show Audie Norman and I are doing called Let's Watch Highlander. <laughs> we, are, we are rolling through the entirety of the Highlander series. If you have a Twitch Prime, uh, you can join us to, in the watch parties of each episode, followed by our discussion and breakdown. Uh, then we release the discussion portion as a podcast at anchor.fm slash let's watch Highlander. The series is, uh, is some amazing 80, 90s TV cheese. So they're talking about the series, not the movies. Uh, and we'd love to share it all with you. Love the show. TV's Travis. So again, that's anchor.fm slash let's watch Highlander. And uh, they also have the watch parties. That's very cool, man. That is cool. I never saw a single episode of that. Not uh, th there could be only one, but I didn't even see that one. Oh, he said, and also he just says in the chat. Sadly, the party, the watch parties got broken because Prime doesn't have the series anymore. So that's the downside of that that watch party thing is you can only oh, watch yeah, Prime content. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. So if something changes. You need to you hurry up and like do all your episodes of your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Although that doesn't help if you pre-record all those because it's the watch along that's important. Yeah, exactly. But the podcast still along. still binge there along. or binge along. There you go. Anchor.fm slash Let's Watch Highlander. I really like that you guys are doing that. Audie Norman, by the way, a great uh, artist in the community. That dude can draw. Holy crap, mm -hmm. he can. Yeah. 
And TV's Travis, always always a cool dude. So check that out. If you have your own little thing to promote, we're happy to do it on the show. We're trying to help each other out during the pandemic. Uh, send it in to themorningstream at gmail.com. We'd be happy to do it. All right, Brian. Do you have anything else you want to promote or mention or say or do? No, we're, we're kind of between seasons of Soundography, although if you're a Patreon of Soundography, you're about to get uh, some fun stuff from Hammond and I that we're going to record today. Um uh, but other than that, no, nothing nothing to promote right now. A lot of stuff on the bubble, AMTP, working stuff in the background. New season of Soundography starting up soon. So nice stuff coming. Coverville yeah. this week. We'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah, I don't. Um, right now, I don't even know what Coverville is going to be this week. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's early, folks. It's early. Yes. Uh, right. Also, uh, there'll be a new Frog Pants Daily, uh, Frog Pants Plays Daily posted right after this. I got to do some finishing touches on the editing and then it'll be posted. And then um, Boop Today at 3.30. Don't forget the current Geek Chronicles Kickstarter is still going. Help us get over that finish line so we can get these episodes out. We are so stoked. Speaking of Hammond, that dude did some kick-ass editing for this thing. And so much work that the, this Kickstarter is all about making sure him and our writer, Rich, get paid. That's why mm -hmm. we're doing the Kickstarter, because this stuff's expensive when you do this. And he's really killing it. So go check that out, support.currentgeek.com, and help me and Tom make the next best thing. Okay, that's it. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Thanks for your patronage at patreon.com slash TMS. Get your bonus episodes and bonus content every day uh, by heading over there and uh, hopping on. Patreon.com slash TMS. Never been a better time. All right, that's going to do it for us. Brian, play me a song. Yes. You almost said that's going to do it for us, for Brian, for Randy, for oh, Brian. I almost did. And I screwed it up on Sunday, so or Saturday, so why not now? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you, you almost did the TMS ending on Saturday. Yeah. Um, hello, Scott and Brian, uh, says Rusty Nails. My amazing wife and I have made the challenging decision to move from Florida to Washington State. One, because we're sick and tired of Florida and Floridians in general. Two, because our daughter, who already lives in Washington, is pregnant and we're soon to be grandparents for the first time. Woo! Our travel plans have already met several setbacks, but today is finally the day we're leaving Orlando and beginning the first leg of our 12-day journey. I couldn't think of a better song to send us on our way than a cover of Life is a Highway, originally recorded by Tom Cochran. You guys will be with us every mile of this monumental trek, and we want to thank you both for everything that you do. Much love and respect. Rusty Nails in chat, Ethereal Visions in Twitter, and Justin Rents in real life. Now, they are probably still on their path, but this, this actually was, um, I think, supposed to be the day that we didn't do a show. This was going to be the request, so it got pushed to today. Oh, gotcha. So I don't know if you're still on your trip, Rusty Nails, or if uh, you've made it to Washington, whichever case. Um, hope you're, uh, hope you enjoyed your travels. That's a long, long drive, but, um, uh, hope it, hope it went well. Um, life is a highway. We're familiar with this because of the, uh, the movie cars. And there was a, a cover of this, or I think the original, the Tom Cochran version was from, um, uh, from cars. A lot of covers of that. I tried to find one that wasn't country though. This one is from 1991 by an artist named Ian McCrudden. Yes, Ian McCrudden. Here is his cover of Life is a Highway. Sometimes you've been 
Sometimes you stand, sometimes you turn your back to the wind There's a world outside every dark and door The blues won't haunt you anymore We're brave, our free, and love us sore Come ride with me to the distant shore We won't hesitate, break down the garden gate There's not much time left today of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. There you go.